Welcome back again to another episode of Jam XP Podcast. I'm your host, Jam Jess. And I'm your co-host, Chris TFS. In this episode, we're going to talk about something a little bit different. We are going to talk about bands whose sound has changed over time, whether we want to view that as progression or just evolution or uh, regression. So... Yeah, we are going to dive right into this. I would love to know because I do not know anything that you wrote down at all. Nope. So keep my notes secret for the most part. For the most part. Yeah, I I did share mine with you. So you kind of know where I'm going to go on this. But let's start with you. All right. Well, I'm going with the band as it is. They definitely have changed from record to record a little bit and I do think it is like progressed more for the better but then again not really because I mean their old stuff is good as well uh their one record I'm I know they have other records but I'm starting with never happy ever after which was their 2015 record uh a lot of that was very pop punk and a definite like raw emo, I guess I would call it, but they definitely were known more for their single dial tones, which was very catchy and very upbeat and, you know, poppy. Then you get into their 2017 record. Okay. Which definitely is still a little bit of upbeat pop, but it kind of got a little more rocky and turned a little darker but it was still a bright, upbeat sound. Darker as in the lyrics got a lot personaler. Okay. And then I go on to the next record, which was The Great Depression, which was 2018. They still have some poppiness in their in their sound, but then it definitely had a harder, heavier hit. With uh, It is definitely darker and more mature in the lyrics, but the lyrics were very deep. And definitely they talked about even more issues with like stigmas and everything like their song the stigma called with boys don't cry Uh, they talked a lot about that song was more about toxic masculinity uh they definitely had some post-hardcore influences on that record and then i go in to 2022 with i went to hell and back I haven't really listened to this record a ton because I don't know if I'm really loving it or not, but it's one of those things where you'll listen to it and then you kind of listen to it again and you listen to it again. I'm sure I'm going to start loving it more. It's definitely a mix between Poppy and like from okay and the great depression. So they kind of had a little more come back and uh, their song 2003 though is very nostalgic definitely brings me back as well as the music video i think there was a music video for it but yeah that was that was the first band i felt like they had progressed in their sound from more poppy to like a heavier sound okay so mm, mine is going to go in the opposite direction yeah my first entry so my person, it's it's kind of an obvious one, but it's Bring Me the Horizon. 
when the band formed and for quite some time they were i guess you would call them death metal so they were very very heavy right and they slowly evolved to where they are today in a bunch of albums leading up to where they are today it, it wasn't anything that suddenly changed overnight or anything like this they slowly started to use a lot more like pop influences into the music and started experimenting musically with different um whether it was like an instrument or even just synth in the background mm -hmm. they started to add more and more to it so they did find themselves musically evolving there was even an interview with ollie sykes the lead singer where he says it shouldn't have been a surprise to fans that this was coming because we've been experimenting since day one right so and then as a matter of fact on their album ammo or ammo don't really know how to say it uh I think it's, it's ammo they had a song called heavy metal and essentially this whole song is about like diehard metal kids not being into bring me the horizon anymore because they're not heavy metal anymore right. and they're just kind of like yeah we really don't give a shit what you think oh no you don't like us kind of anthem and that's it's actually a really great song just also sticking it to people at the same time Right. So that was my first. That was your first entry. Yeah. You did my... a lot more research than me <laughs> this time around. I did, unfortunately. Unfortunately. <laughs> All right. My second band that I chose was Normandy. They they're they're technically considered like an alternative rock. And I know I've talked about them before because I had you do some homework on them. Uh I'm not even sure how to say the first album that i put down Inguez. i don't know well Inguez? done <laughs> i don't know 2016 album it's spelled i-n-g-u-z not sure how uh they definitely had very powerful vocals and heavier riffs in that record uh then you get to white flag which is 2018 release it's similar but i felt like it was a little more melodic and poppier than the first one I, I I talked about. <laughs> I'll cut that out. Uh, <laughs> then you get Dark and Beautiful Secrets, which was their latest record that they released, which I fell in love with even more than the other two. I mean, I think it's lyrically their best record. It's definitely pushed boundaries with the sound that they produced out of it and the way they produced it. Uh, their music video is very powerful a lot of the songs that they produce they did a bunch of music videos for this record and like i don't know i've never seen music videos like them they were very different and artistic i guess a lot of music videos nowadays are trying to be more artistic i think so yeah that that was the third record that i mentioned and that's the third and last one for that band okay so my my next one is a little bit, I'm, I'm going off on a little bit of a different genre here. So my second one is Paris. So P with a V instead of an A, R-I-S. So yes. originally started out as Operation Guillotine formed way back in 2009. The band was actually metalcore. So that's how Paris gets their start. And they also originally had a different lead vocalist. Yeah. So that vocalist leaves... And there's a bunch of different lineup changes that end up contributing to this change. Now, in the earlier years, 
when they had the current lineup that they do now, or at least did up until a year or two ago, songs like My House and You and I kind of defined their song or were very anthony, if you will. Yeah. But still showed like a, sh- a, a, a stark contrast in the kind of music that they were producing because My House is very pop punky. And then you have You and I, which is a lot mellower and poppier. Yeah. So you could kind of see that transition on one single album as to where this might be going. And then if you listen again, if you listen now, you can still hear that rock influence, but it's a lot more pop focused. So songs like Hallucinations and then most recently, I Don't Want to Do This Anymore show a very large contrast compared to where they came from with their metalcore yeah. origins. So it, it to me, it's still great, though. I absolutely love Paris. I love the song Fire. That's one of my favorites on their record. Birds. <laughs> <laughs> Out of their records, that's my favorite song, Fire. Okay. I think my favorite was, oh gosh. Actually, I can't lie. I really like Hallucinations. <laughs> I, I jammed to that so many times in a row. Uh, I believe on my YouTube year recap for 2021, it was my number one played song. Yeah. So it's my jam. Yeah, I don't think I ever listened to them when they were metalcore. I didn't either. As a matter of fact, I hate to admit, I was originally going to start the comparison in between like when My House was their top song compared to where they are now. So for me to learn that they were actually metalcore and go back, I tried to find some of it, but I was not successful. They probably did a dive and got rid of it all. It wouldn't surprise me, although I probably should have looked under the old band name to find it. Gosh, yeah. how stupid of me. How stupid of you. So what's All your right. next band? <laughs> My next band. This one's kind of a long-winded one. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, we Came as Romans is my next band. I mean, they progressed a lot. They were really hard. I felt like they were a lot harder with the, the record To Plant a Seed, which was their 2009 record. It's my favorite album of theirs. It's a lot heavier, and I feel like there's a lot less singing in it. It's a lot more screaming in it. If it's you like 50-50. It's 50-50. I mean, Roads That Don't End and Views That Never Cease is definitely my favorite song on that record. And then you go into Tracing Back Roots, which was their 2013 record, which had a really big single called Fade Away, which was a very, very popular song. I mean, I feel like they were a little less heavy in that record. Yeah. And they had a lot more harmonies going on. And then in 2015, they released their self-titled We Came as Romans. Uh, Honestly, that's one of my favorite records. I love that record. I bought it from Kyle and I forget the lead singer's name. What's his name? I'm really bad. I'm really bad. too. I only remember Kyle because I loved Kyle and rest in peace, Kyle. Uh, but I did buy it from them when they were out selling CDs at Warp Tour that year before the gates opened. And so I got a picture with them and they signed it. So, I mean, I waited to buy the record at Warp Tour, but that is definitely one of my favorite records of theirs. There's definitely a lot more harmonies and melodic tone in it, and they still have a lot of great riffs in it. And then you get Cold Like War, which was their 2017 record. And Lost in a Moment was definitely one of the songs that I resonated and liked the most on that album. 
it's very similar, I think, to their 2015 self-title, but I feel like they slightly started to get a little harder again. And then now you have their latest re- release, which was Dark Bloom, which was the 2022 22 release. Uh, it's definitely a very emotional album, especially because it's their first record after Kyle's passing. And a lot of the songs, I believe, are about all that and all the stuff that they went through and the emotions they went through. So it's a very deep and moving album. And I love that record too, just for how it, it actually gives me goosebumps. Some of the songs, like I think back and I listen to the lyrics and I'm like, oh, it's just so emotional. And I mean, it did bring back more of a hard sound, but I think that had to do with like the roughness that they went through. Like the brevity of the lyrics and everything. Yes, because they went through a lot as a band with the passing of Kyle. And I mean, they still had a lot of great harmonies in it as well. So, I mean, they progressed and they kind of went back to more of like to plant a seed, I guess, in a way in their latest record with a little bit of the heavier vibe. So, yeah, that's that's my third band that I picked that has progressed. I have have a hot take on We Came as Romans. Yeah. What's your hot take? Uh, Their best song is the I Knew You Were Trouble cover. (laughs) (laughs) You just like a cover song. And again, who doesn't? right so my third band i really had a hard time deciding in between a bunch of bands so after after i share my third one and and where i'm going with it i'll i guess i'll list out a bunch of bands that i was contemplating writing about my third is paramore so of course they start off in getting big in like the mid-2000s and arguably the best the mid 2000s like the best time for pop punk and emo like it's really exploding it's it's gaining a ton of momentum it's you know seeping into mainstream a little bit at that point and here comes Haley with her super strong vocals very few emo and pop punk female led bands at the time right and she comes in super explosive super captivating very you know very likable energetic personality on top of that as well when you start listening to riot which is their their first album there um and then they they slowly transition to where they are now so i, be- I believe they have four studio albums if i'm not mistaken and so you go from riot to this is why if you listen to them back to back you would almost not even guess that it's the same band and it's a lot less explosive, a lot less energy behind the music, mm-hmm. but it's more decisive. And it's a lot more what I would probably describe as being led by their souls. They're they're making music that feels a lot more like it's coming from like deep within them. Right. And so I feel like there's a lot more of an emotional emotional attachment to the music that they're making. And they're just kind of staying true to themselves in making this. And I know that they received a lot of backlash and I've read interviews with them saying, well, this is, we decided to come back and make this album on our own terms kind of thing. Yeah. And so when they, I don't know, they, they, I think this progression has been good. I know they've gotten a lot of backlash for it, but I think that this turn to more of like an indie rock sound really 
showcases more so what they're capable of. I mean, I like Paramore, the first record. (laughs) I honestly didn't really ever get into Paramore that much. Not as much as everyone else. There's a lot of bands kind of like that where everyone's like, oh my gosh, I'm in love with this band and blah, blah, blah. And I'm just like, yeah, I mean, I like the first record. After that, I just lost interest. Did you I don't listen know why. to anything after Riot? Have you listened to anything? Oh, oh, I did. And I listened to their newest song and I don't like it. You don't like it? <laughs> no, I don't like it. I really love like their first record. I really do. And you like, they definitely you like the, changed their sound a lot. You like the power chords and the, the strong vocals. Yes, I do. I'm not saying they're a bad band. They're a great band still. And she still has an amazing voice. I just don't resonate with any of the new stuff as much as I did with the first album. Fair enough. But I mean, a lot of people can say that about a lot of bands. Yeah. So do you have any that almost made your list? Not really. I was trying to think, I was trying to think of bands that I thought really actually showed progression and everything. And I don't know. It was really hard because there's a lot of other bands that I, could have mentioned but i don't know if they really changed their sound at all and that's that's something i struggled with especially because i was looking at pretty much any genre i could come up with right and my biggest i guess you could call it a beef with heavier music is that it sounds the same now as it did in 2003 there's there's been very little progression in like the heavy metal or just metal i'm not talking because we we briefly touched on before like uh post hardcore sounds different now than it did in 2005 right when we were looking at labels and that kind of stuff but and even emo like stuff i saw as emo labeled now i would have considered it indie back then so it's like some genres are definitely progressing and changing what it typically sounds like but then when you get into like heavy metal and just metal it sounds exactly the same right well i mean you've, how do you really two change verses, that i don't know but you've got two verses, two choruses, and a breakdown. Some and genres just can't be changed. Well, they should look into that. Somebody <laughs> somebody call the president. I don't think the president has anything to do with that. <laughs> so okay, so I did have I did actually have a bunch. And I'm pretty sure at any given point in time, a lot of these bands got blowback for how they changed their sound. Oh, I'm uh, sure. So I almost listed them. And, and went into them uh so the first is actually one uh that i'm super into for your strong mm-hmm. uh, against the current has changed quite a bit the one everybody talks about so i didn't mention it is fallout boy under oath has changed taking back sunday all-time low avenge sevenfold and a day to remember see and i wouldn't say all-time low has changed that much they're still very much so pop but if you compare, no, because if you listen to like Coffee Shop versus like now, it's definitely gone from more like pop punk emo to just straight up pop now. I guess. I mean, they did have like, I don't know, that one, the one record that has Cinder Black Gardens on it. I can't remember what, which album that is. That one's so definitely you, very pop. So you think All Time Low is the same? I think they sound very similar to their other music. Yes. Similar, but they've changed. Maybe slightly. 2007 All Time Low would not have Demi Lovato guest singing. 
well, they got higher up in there, more mainstream now. So that's why you're noticing certain things about them. Kind of like Follow Boy. You're not going to have Take This to Your Grave and then their new song, which I don't like, which I'll like probably get flagged for. No, so, I don't like any of the new uh, albums. I know okay. a lot of people who don't like it, and I know a lot of people who don't who do like it. So I mean, to each their own. But I mean, I think sometimes nostalgia plays a factor with me when it comes to music. Well, I've looked up their set list for so much for the tour. Uh, what is it? Tour dust? I don't know. Whatever. I don't the know. Heck it's called. not going. And so I looked at. Well, I'm going tomorrow. Because mainly because Bring Me the Horizon is opening, if I'm being real. As in tomorrow, so, he means Friday, August 4th, because this video will be released way later. Probably closer to September. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so I'm going to see them. I looked up the set list and I picked out which times I can either go get food or drink or go to the bathroom in their set. They have a core chunk of three or four songs around song like seven to nine or ten where they play take this to your grave songs so i'll definitely be there for that and then they always close out with saturday so well it's going to be on a friday (laughs) what's the point in going then um i can't i I always thought that was funny at their shows that they always like close out their show on saturday a song named saturday but it's not a saturday sometimes it was but not all the time now, the great part, though, is I'm seeing them on the same stage I first saw them on at 2004 Warp Tour. Nice. So that'll be that'll be great to come full circle. Yeah. I just remember seeing Fall Out Boy in basement shows, like at the rave, small shows. And uh, playing with, they were, the op- they were the main band, but they had like local openers on the tour. I just, it's amazing to see how far they've come. With that being said, while we have the audience, or while I try and create an audience for this, Fall Out Boy, in 2005, you canceled a Syracuse show to go on MTV, (laughs) and you said that you would pay it back and come back to Syracuse. You have never been back. This is me telling you it is time to come back. Give us the show that you owe us. Yes, give Chris his show. It's not for me. It's all the kids. It's for all the kids that were let down that you decided to do MTV instead of play Syracuse. And MTV isn't even about the music anymore. Tisk tisk and shame on you. <laughs> <laughs> With that being said, that does round out my list. It rounds bands. out your list. However, I do have like three mentions of bands that I felt didn't really progress and kind of degressed. Uh, and Degressed? Be- Degressed. Is that a word? I have no Re- idea. Regress. I don't know. We'll have to look that up. Okay. We'll Anywho, look at- I'm calling it degressed. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I'd have to put Crown the Empire on this list. I mean, they started out so strong and then they had those issues with their one band member and they kicked him out of the band. And now I just can't listen to the new stuff. I just can't. It changed too much. And then I put in Breathe Carolina, who went from, I know Chris doesn't really care for them at all, but I did like some songs from their previous records. And then they released the record Savages. And I really loved that record. 
<laughs> the Stop way you talk about that me. record. <laughs> <laughs> but I loved that record. And then all of a sudden it was like, oh, now we're going to be DJs. It kind of so, just was like, what? We're going to do yeah. EDM. I've got a great story about Breathe Carolina. Yeah. A really great one. So back in the day, it must have been like, I don't know. In the mid 2000s, I had a interview at Hot Topic. So like the first round, you're in this group with all these people. It's a group interview, like the first one. So I make it through with the group interview and I'm on my one-on-one interview. And they're like, you know, it is a sales position. And so what is one thing you would struggle with in a sales position? And I said, recommending shitty music to people. And they're (laughs) like, yeah, like who? And I said, like, breathe Carolina. Nice. (laughs) And it only stuck in my head because they had a breathe Carolina shirt on the on the, the rack yeah. yeah so i was like yeah i i could not recommend that shit you could recommend some other stuff but just not them not them and then i had to throw in an older band that's been around for a long time uh 311 311 i love a lot of the older records okay. and then there's some newer ones i liked and then there's some that you're just like what in the heck am I listening to? Like, why have we changed our sound like almost completely? At least that's how I felt it sounded on some of their newer stuff. So, I mean, I don't know why they decided to stray from like, you know, their self-titled 311 or like Transistor. Yeah. There was a lot of more, it was more rock. And then now they kind of got a little more, I guess you could say reggae. Yeah. But that was fine. But now they've like progressed into something I don't even want to listen to. It takes a lot to find a song that's newer that I like of theirs, unfortunately, because I was really big into 311 back in the day. I haven't listened to them in a very long time. So I, I, mean, I can't even tell you what the new music sounds like. Every March 11th, I listen to 311 if I can at work. Because it's 311 day and they have their concert every year on that day. A big old concert. But I have seen them multiple times live at Summerfest in Milwaukee because they seem to play there a lot. So, so yeah. I do have I, I do have one that I'm gonna throw in real quick. And it, it might be a little controversial. But somebody that I think has progressed, and, and again, this is a for the better. I definitely think Sublime has managed to hold their own with adding Rome. Yeah. The new music is really good. It really does pay homage to the old sound too. Yeah. So I I think they've done a, a great job with I can say I've not listened music. to any new music from Sublime and Rome. Check it out. I can definitely say I have not. If you like old Sublime... <laughs> I love old sublime. Okay, then you'll like. Well, I'll have to take a listen. Just like our listeners should take a listen if they haven't. To everything we mentioned. Yes, listen to everything. Let us know if you agree or disagree too. I'm curious to know what people think about. I am definitely up for feedback on any of the episodes we post. So if anyone has any feedback or has any comments or questions, please give, do give not just, hesitate. Yeah, give just some hate on liking Savages by Breathe Carolina. <laughs> <laughs> you can email us 
at jamxppodcast.official at gmail.com. Otherwise, please just, you know, leave a comment on our Facebook page or our Instagram, one of our Instagram posts. Or I think on our website that we don't really mention that much because <laughs> it's and, not, it's in the works kind of still. And, but, and uh, by the time this goes up, we should have our TikTok up. Hopefully. So yeah, you can like, you know, swipe on TikTok and like our TikToks. Come on now. Do you swipe on TikTok? I think so. You swipe up. <laughs> we We don't TikTok. We do not TikTok at all. We are going to try to TikTok. So bear with us. <laughs> Anywho, I think that's it for this episode. As always, we like to thank our listeners for listening. And please subscribe on whichever platform you're listening on. Also, like and follow us on Instagram and Facebook. Uh, we will see everyone and talk to everyone next time then. Bye, everyone. Thanks for listening. Yes, thanks for listening. <laughs>